Hello, and welcome to Stumble Tables Entertainment's Actual Play Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, but we want to give you a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains mature themes and adult content that we do not censor. Some of the things you may hear include drugs, murder, sex, alcohol, and other unsavory topics. If that's not for you, we may not be for you. But if you do stick around, thank you, and we hope you have a great time. audience uh i know you're noticing like what this title doesn't make sense it's not the same title card i'm used to what is that word what title card no 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 and they're they're thinking what is the word oh yeah they're like how do i say this how do they say this word i'm gonna tell you how to say this word it's a very very great word um so today's episode we're breaking away from forbidden lands and we're gonna be playing a cream a cream rosie's speaks the most french Out of all of us, so we're playing a awesome game that we got reached out to, um, you know, give a long format show for, which we're kind of excited for. And uh, a little bit of backstory on that is when we were at Origins, we um, all booked this game because we thought the name sounded fun and we're like, yeah, let's go do it. No one else is in it for this section. We can all play as a group. Little do we know it's going to be the favorite game we played, one of them in Origins. There's a few others. Um... And then a couple weeks later, uh, the guy running the game, Ian, shout out to Ian, you're our boy, we love you, reached Woo. out to us and said, hey, would you like doing a long format show and talking about the Kickstarter coming up? So Akreem does have a US Kickstarter, which by the time this releases is either going, you can currently be notified by now, or it's already currently happening. And it's very exciting. Uh, because this game has actually been running since the 90s in France. It's by Open Sesame Games, which is a really cool company. They have a couple things out that are very interesting. And this is going to be, like, I believe the first North American release uh, of Ecrim, uh, which it's big. So I don't have everything in front of me. I have some, a little bit of extra details uh, than what's currently out and available for people, which there is a, like, a one-shot you can grab at drive through RPG. That'll give you a brief intro into the world, you know, a quick um, play, and um, it's going to get you excited, I know, because this game plays fun, and the history and int- is, of it is just interesting. It is a rules-light game, yeah. and it's narrative-based. It's fantastic. We're very excited about if it. If you can't tell by how I'm talking, I'm actually incredibly excited <laughs> about this game and getting the chance to play more of it, and um, as more of... Uh, the game gets translated and comes out. I'll get more of it, and they will p- give you more information as we play in the show. So, a cream is going to be a show we're going to be continually doing. It's not going to be a one shot. We're going to be doing it for the foreseeable future, and I'm ecstatic about that. Cause man, playing this game felt like playing RPGs for the first time again. It was weird, and I loved every minute of it. And that was with a pre-gen character. That's true. We did get lucky with those pre-gen characters. Dude, I felt seen by my pre-gen <laughs> character. <laughs> I did yeah, too. Yeah, and he's not, he's not just saying that. He was telling me that off air. It's literally. So like, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been talking about this game since Origins and when this released. Like, we're we're recording a buff schedule. We're kind of recording and editing in time now mm-hmm. uh, for this show. Uh, it's not like we're going to have a bulk of them done early and, you know, it's going to come out and things don't seem topical at the moment. It's like, no. <laughs> this is like kind of happening week as week as week as week goes by. 
Um, some of these may run a little longer because it is more narrative heavy. And um, again, rules light as Rosie described. Uh, for the first episode or so, Matt may not be here. That's, you know, it happens. We all got different conflicts of um, in life. Things happen, you know, works work. Our, things are things. So that's all good to know. Uh, we do have our favorite captive audience member here. Hello, Julia. Yay, Julia. Yay, Julia. Would you, would you like to say a few words? I am here <laughs> on my own accord, as always, <laughs> enjoying the podcast uh, because I, I, I enjoy it. All right, good. Yeah, that's Thank right. Thank you, Julia. More round Skittles of a, for you. Round of applause for Julia. <laughs> and uh, then we have the uh, we have always the Oxwood Wizard in the background, making sure that uh, my stumbles and fumbles are not horrible to listen to. <laughs> oh, dude! Now that's going in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Let's jam. <laughs> We can't afford that. <laughs> I, know, I know we can't. I wish we could. We can't afford anything. We never get nice things. I can afford a four pack of Monster. And, you know. I can afford to cry. <laughs> I can afford equipment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to jump into um, a little bit of world building. And then rosie and mike are going to jump to a little bit of the, the character backstories and what's going on with that and then we'll just start playing so um i Get don't have a ton on the world of a cream but i do have some interesting things on it so um it's in it's it's initially again it was a highly successful french game and there's also a book series that goes along with it the book series is not translated. I'm sad. I'm actually looking at, like, I'm going to learn French. And we'll post, you know, we're also going to post a link to Cream on our podcast, podcast description as well for, like, the Kickstarters. Uh, you know, you can find them on their Facebook and you can find them on their Instagram as well. Um, so, a Cream is set in a dystopian um, industrial revolution based future and horror scenario. So, what is a Cream? <laughs> the Cream is this all encompassing. Um, acidic uh, like king of acids and gelatinous goop that has like gone into the water um it erodes everything except for the toughest of steels and like some types of bedrock um so it has melted mountains in hours yes and people are like well how do they get water again the water evaporates out of the cream the cream never evaporates it just dilutes mm -hmm. It's used for many things. It's used for different chemical components. It's used as a fuel source when mixed with water. Uh, there's lots of airships. Uh, there's trains. Everything works on what's called on a uh, crossweb, which also contains the lattice, which is the world as a whole. And inside the lattice, there's things called the traverses, which are a large network roadways and expanses of land that contain metropoli, cities, hubs, stations, smaller cities in them, and make up the countries along the way of the Traverse, or also known as the Crossweb, um, uh, which, you know, we're taking place, we're putting our story in the start of one of those inside one of the bigger countries, because, again, I don't want to really mess up some of the lore that I don't know yet, because I'm excited to keep learning and reading more with you guys. One of the exciting things about um, this franchise is that there are also novels. However, 
the novels, I guess, are still in French and have not been translated yet, so we're really looking forward to learning more about the world. But we don't want to step on their toes. Also, science is handled by a lot of different things here. So science is handled by lodges. People, Some people blame science for causing the cream. You know, there's the pre-cream, the middle cream, then the cream, which is current. Those are different time zones. It was uh, a war. There's the a few wars. Uh, the most recent one was about 20, 25 years ago, though. Yep. Uh, the acrimony wars. Yes, true. Uh, which uh, some of the places are still healing from. Yes. There and, was a peace treaty signed, so there's nobody at war currently. But Currently. Yes. There's shadow wars and propaganda wars going on. Yeah. So, yeah. The Ministry of Propaganda is a huge thing in this, which they're kind of interesting, and they'll be fun to deal with. And then, again, the lodges. So all your sciences and your main things, are all, everything that would be specific would be a guild or a lodge. Um, like... One of the classes here is called a Judy Duelist, so a Judicial Duelist, and they have the Judy Duelist Lodge for wherever they're at. That's what controls that. If you want to be part of it, you have to be part of that thing. There's also black markets and undergrounds, of course, because, you know, there has to be an underworld. If you don't got one of those, it's not that much fun, right? True. True. So <laughs> true. Yeah. I love being a steely boy. I'm a stabby boy. And as, a stabby as boy. As our listeners know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be less stabby and more burb. Much yeah. burb. Much. <laughs> wow. So burb. <laughs> Such flight. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> okay. And again, like, so um, chronology of time here, right? Mm -hmm. So you have the Antichrome. That's the time period that occurred before the merge of the Acreme. Then zero, zero. Suppose the first appearance of the Acreme. Dun, dun, dun. Right? <laughs> then one to seven. Century of the Middle Cream. Shoot, they had time. They had like a year date for this. I have them right here. We're currently in what, 1137? 1131. 1131. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. So uh, first to 7th centuries, that's the Middle Cream. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like traversing things, uh, setting up the restoration of knowledges, and putting up the original craft lodges. The reformation of life and society. As Pretty we much as it goes. People rebuilding society. So just so people kind of have an idea, it was explained to us by Ian, the um, editor um, of A Cream, that essentially everything, everything except for some very tall islands are either covered by A Cream and dissolved. Um, or or they, they the... were destroyed. They sank. Yeah. Essentially, so all of these things that were no longer are or can't be reached. Oh, they can't be reached because they're mm -hmm. still the cream is as vast as the ocean. So, did we? I know. It, I know water and a cream sort of mix. Yes, is the water cycle is accelerated. Is a cream heavier than the water? Yes. So it so never it evaporates. Kind of sink. It sinks down while the water evaporates. Okay, Work. And it can also dilute it. So the water cycle is like the a cream. Makes the water cycle like hyperactive, mm -hmm. so it's raining a lot. Okay, and that's where people are mostly get underwater. Some people do have like aquifers they can still touch into because the rock was still like uh, whatever certain type of bedrock that totally. it is that can't be dissolved. It's still under there in a water table. Mm -hmm. They've access to private wells. Some people or like water towers they have, mm -hmm. but most people get it from it raining and recycling and boiling out everything from that. Also, you can get a cream, boil it. And distill your water vapor out of it to get water as well. Mm -hmm. But it's very dangerous because when water and cream are mixed, it can make hypercream, which is the fuel they <laughs> use for the airship powers and a bunch of other things. Or, and like the cars and the trains. It's a very interesting post-apocalyptic sort of it's really cool society. Yeah, I, I really like, like what they've come up with here. Yeah, also, you know, I get giant dirigibles and airships and mm -hmm. I get flyboys 
and then I get people walking in acid on stilts. It's <laughs> really cool. Wild. It's yeah, so cool, cool man. So cool like, again, if you can't hear it in my voice, I'm like just <laughs> stoked to play this. Because uh, anything where I get airships and get to be an aeronaut or get to run stuff where people are aeronauts, I love that setting. Is there? I'm sorry. I know that... also a sucker for Victorian time periods. Oh well, hell yeah! It's yeah. cool shit. It's it's just well designed. Yeah, visually also, appealing, like, aesthetic. Industrial uh, Revolution era. I'm I'm sure they can find the Kickstarter yes. under by looking up a cream. Yeah. Are they? Can, do they again? Have the... That is spelled E C R Y M E. Yes, E C R Y M E. Um, We're gonna link everything in the description. Okay, cool. They do have available to print out. You said on free RPG. Yeah, RPG drive through RPG. Yeah. Drive through RPG. It has, the, it's has a free... the Kickstart package. Okay. Also, you can find it at OpenSesameGames.com. Yes, you can. Oh yeah. Um, and the artwork is beautiful on it. It's going it over is, a bunch of what I'm talking about already, but they have those like pre-made that pre-made story. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The stuff which, that we played. Which I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That was super fun. It was really good. And I'm usually not a pre-made guy, yeah. but I loved it. Ian told us that we were we played it a lot differently than everybody else had at the same convention. So it's it's very much you yeah. guys can take those pre-made characters and then do your own story yeah. with it and it'll I, be I like that they none of them were connected to each other. I know, it was perfect. Yeah, we didn't have to like be a group. We could just be doing things, <laughs> do our own. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. It was it was super fun. It was. Um the role play aspect of this game is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So if you like to do a lot of theater of the mind Mm-hmm. And like, hey, I'm not have to be so like roles heavy. Yeah, you're gonna love this game, absolutely. And the rolling is easy; it's pretty simplistic, um, and settling disputes in it's pretty nice. And there's a lot of uh, freedom with the character creation too. They're, the stats are split up between physical, mental, and social, and you can give your character a lot of um, traits that'll help them with with certain things. It's a lot of it's a lot of role playing. It's not gonna lie, it's the fastest I've ever seen you guys make characters. Yeah, actually, <laughs> and it was the quickest I've ever seen characters made. I, we were inspired by the pre-made ones that they had. To be yeah. honest, I, it gave us a lot of help with picking who we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were great. Um, so one of my favorite um, systems is the World of Darkness system because you can kind of whip up a character in no time. This it it honestly World of Darkness has nothing on this. This took me maybe <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, um, it's very simplistic, but it. it the simplicity of it, the way that they've created the system, adds a lot of depth to your character. So it's very cool. Also, you know, you got some of that steampunk tech in it too, which is a good time. <gasps> it's just so pretty. It is pretty. It's a dark, gritty, urban horror mm-hmm. in a post industrial revolution styled time period. And I get a flying squirrel suit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you, you do. Spoilers. I want to be a bush baby. Spoilers. <laughs> He's like, Papa, I want it to be a bird. Then we have like the 9th and 11th century, which is the Industrial Revolution. So you got all the factories, the trains, automobiles, telegraph. There you go. You want to know if they had phones. They had a telegraph, Rosie. Okay. Cool. Uh, city dwellers uh, drive uh, the lords of the middle cream out, uh, forcing them to relocate on the traverses. The rise of the bureaucracies. Uh, the controls that take. They're called the controls. <laughs> There's factions that take control of the means of production while, like, the Lodge establish a monopoly on all the knowledge. So, again, if you want knowledge of stuff, you have to be part of a Lodge because they own it. Without it, it does not get delegated unless it's by, like, black market means, and then those people are kind of hunted down. They're, like, frats, but 
smarter. Death frats. Death frats. <laughs> like once you in, you ain't getting out. Take a fraternity, mix it with a league of assassins. The only way out is in the ground. For well, le- for league or of the assassins. cream. <gasps> Dude, it'd be so easy to get rid of bodies. Oh my god, right? Oh my like god. how do they solve crimes? <laughs> Just plump. What Oopsies. are dental records? What are do, bodies? Do, do bones survive? The, no. no, it just melts. It just melts. It them. melts rock. Of course, it melts bones. Bone. Holy shit! Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? You're just like crazy. you want to accidentally kill someone. Oh, they tripped and fell. Oops! Oopsie daisy! I gotten so close to the ocean that covers most. Oh of no! The world. Someone cut your Achilles tendon. <laughs> They'll never be able to tell because there won't be a body. Jokes on you! I can fly away with my broken tendon. <laughs> Candy wings. Candy. I can fly. <laughs> no. Take wings. We can't afford that. No, we cannot. <laughs> Continue. I'm so sorry. Then we have the 12th century, uh, which is like today, modern times. Acrimony wars, 1102 through 1107. <laughs> Musket sounds, whatever. Wing. Cannon fire. Not my dirigible. <laughs> Not my dirigible, you bitch. <laughs> Send him to the dirt cream, boys. <laughs> Just, I was doing my favorite Harry Potter quote. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my daughter, you bitch. Uh, you go, Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> so during the Cream Wars, which you guys are going to be playing in one of the main cities that had to deal with it, was mm-hmm. which is, I'm pronouncing, I think I'm... Pentapolia. I... Pentapolia. Country, honey. It's a country. Yeah. Pentapolio. Pentapolio was torn asunder by yeah. the war. So, but now uh, it's like 25 years later. It was connected so with the Traverse of Antipolia and Lansk. Lansk and Antipolia, they like to do a lot of war shit. <laughs> Nobody knows what Lansk is. Yeah, I'm just telling them. They're countries that like to do a lot of war shit. We are okay. military countries. That's Lansk. L-A-N-S-K. And Pentapolia, P-E-N-T-A-P-O-L-I-A or E-A? And Antipolia, which is A-N-T-I-P-O-L-I-A. L I A. I spelled a thing. Look at me. I'm so proud of you. <sighs> so the acrimony wars set the cross <laughs> web on fire, leading to the formation of the current nations in 1107. Peace is signed. Calendars are and coinage are standardized, and the and to facilitate commerce across the whole web. The and cross web money is, is another... called leisures. Oh, thank you. I yes, yes, they're yes. leisures. Yeah, leisures is the is the money. Cross web is another word for the tr- nope. For the whole structure, for everything, the, yeah. for society as an yeah. expansion. A, as the crossweb happens then, you know, in eleven twelve, workers are describing like uh, discovering the lattice. Like, that's like, the word I wanted. Uh, different areas that leads to Gloriana. There's a diplomatic and economic exchange that begins. The Lansk Revolution happens in eleven twenty eight through eleven twenty nine. It's a civil war in Lansk. This lore uh, is deep, y'all. Yes, it is deep. And again, I only have a fraction of yeah. it. <laughs> this is the base that we have. This is the starter deck of lore. I'm actually, I haven't read like a real book with just words and no pictures in years. I'm yeah. actually really excited for when they finish translating these novels. Yeah, yeah so am I. Me too. Uh, I, I don't know if they are translating the novels. I know they're Listen, translating the the game. I'll well, just fucking learn French. Yeah, that's point. what I'm feeling because I kind of need to know this lore. We can we can get in a fist fight with the Duolingo owl. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do French as a group. Teach me your secrets for free, owl. <laughs> Because right now, all I know how to say is, I don't know and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how to say, uh-huh, je ne sais oui, pas, je ne comp- baguette. Je ne comprends je pas. Ne comprends pas. Yeah. Or I don't know how to say is like, what is it? Uh, 
Où est la bibliothèque? What is the thing? Where is the library? Which one? Oh no! Hey, with my pants! I just peed in my pants. I know they, well, I don't know if they still do, but sometimes they abbreviate bathroom as WC, which is WC for water closet. Yes, but I, yeah. Oh, I thought it was called the Tinkletorium. Tinkletorium! I actually studied French for five years in high school and I was fluent, yeah, for a while. I don't know if I could ever call myself fluent. I was fluent. Actually, it was crazy. I went to the film festival that year, the International Film Festival. Yeah. Um, and realized I was fluent in French because nice. I understood everything that was happening. That's cool as shit. Um, without subtitles. I, uh, <laughs> high school I re- was in the middle of my not trying phase. <laughs> that I, was the only I, thing I that I tried I got good in Spanish at. after high school when I realized I could be in California by myself and <laughs> not get in trouble. <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> and then he met me and was like, all my dreams have come true. There's a Latin woman right there. <laughs> and she also likes RPG. I heard the castanets and the roses hit the floor, and I was like, I'm done. That would have been the third episode, Jigen in Love. Yes! Oh, I love Jigen. That's you, Okay, well, first off, you know that's my I love that episode. That's a good episode. I thought you were going to tell Ryan that you love him. I, I do love Ryan. I don't, have, I don't have to tell Ryan. He knows. That's true. I think he does. Hey, that, that's my line before I get uh, frozen in carbonite. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. You enjoying that mead, Ryan? <laughs> Immensely. <laughs> I yeah. can tell. It was so good. It's so tasty. Just yeah. mildly sweet. So the caffeine is the lands, to me. Uh, again, they're spreading beyond and into the marches. The marches are what are known as like the Mongol territories. Um, and Lansk is being bad boys around it. <gasps> naughty. Ha- naughty. Very naughty. naughty. <laughs> In the present day, 1131, <laughs> the realm plays a subtle game of power like the lodgers and the concerts. Their feuds have become conflicts of commerce and influence. Did we they can evolve into skirmishes or assassinations, but never into open warfare that would cause a major loss to all involved. So a concern is like a mercantile group. Yeah, basically. they're like the big merchant the big, daddies. The big merchant, merchant groups daddies. are called concerns. Yeah. <laughs> they're the merchants of merchants, the kings of merchants. Yeah. They're wealthy. They sell shit. And they're everyone's daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like my money? It's very daddy. (laughs) Do you like my cardigan? So daddy. Uh, Not the daddy cardigan. And with that, I feel like I've hit a oh, bunch of lore. You covered a lot of shit, um, and and we I, told them we were they could find of lore, like I thought listen, it would be. Linda, we're doing great. Yeah, it's we need to, you know. And get I, into I it. ran through that fast, so take some great. time, re-listen to it, re-listen to it, Find, go to the, the website, packet, look up the thing, read it. There's it's so much more I didn't touch upon. Super yet. worth, and it gives enough to like give you. Yeah, go uh, to the description. Yeah. I want them to have the fun of discovery too. Yeah, yeah, and take a 100%. look at the Kickstarter pack. Um, they have a Kickstarter, then they also have like a a starter pack where you can run this um, pre-made scenario with some pre-gen characters. Yeah, which is what we did. The characters are fantastic. Dude, that Judy Doodle's character. She's, great. She's great. my favorite. Yeah, 
they have four pre-made characters with with decent stats and really cool backstories. Yeah. And um, honestly, the layout. I looked at the layout of the um, the pre-made campaign. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, it's flows. It's great. Very good. So the flow is perfect. Fantastic. You know how if you've ever you know DM'd a pre-made campaign, it's just a bunch of stuff that's lumped, and you like reference back to this, reference back to this mm-hmm. page. No, no, it's actually in order and helps you keep time of things. It's mm-hmm. so well set up. It's like somebody made a game for people who like to play fucking games. About time. I agree. And then they give you three options to make your characters that all have different levels of, of experience and, with, and experience with the yeah, RPGs. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. super good. Yeah. Oh, I did want to add one more thing yeah. for our listeners. Um, because a lot of the because the cream ate away so many things and destroyed so many things. Like animals plants like trees don't exist anymore really yeah. trees oh, yeah. are extraordinarily rare mm-hmm. so you you see reflections of that in society um, oh let me even I, let me touch upon yeah, that. yeah go okay for it. and so, i also wanted to touch upon the food situation yeah mm-hmm. so don't forget so, that mm-hmm. no i'll let you jump back into that okay don't mean to cut you off but no, hold no. on i gotta say something <laughs> <laughs> they have so much oral tradition because paper is um so scarce because trees don't exist. It's only for like very expensive things or very important things documents wise. So a lot of stuff is printed on metal sheets that then is posted and there's like town criers and troubadours that give out all the information for everyone to hear and uh, lore is passed down that way and stories are passed down that way. There's also these crazy big mushrooms that are like, I think, aren't, aren't they able to grow with the cream or something like that? They're like these crazy big leathery mushrooms that they can also turn into paper. And there's also another form of mushroom that they can turn into, like, wood and supplies and stuff. It's it's very interesting and different that, like, a fungus took the formation of... Huh? And food. The mushrooms are also food. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that this fungus filled in for so many things that got killed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like it does anyway in today's world. I was going to say, fungus are wild. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're mushrooms are crazy. <laughs> Actually, my characters, as you'll see, my character's prized possession is a pair of uh, mushroom leather gloves. <gasps> I didn't make a prized possession. Given to her by her father. It's your flight suit, Aww. obviously. Well, I mean, but like... <laughs> no, it's your it's your character's Don't ship. You tell me about... Oh, that's true. I have to name the ship. I still have to name my Pour ship. Pour français. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est quoi? not even funny or creative i could totally name the ship lady marmalade though come on come on no i'm gay i'm doing it fuck you <laughs> don't you tell me what i could do uh Move, rosie gay. talk about plants no, no, and food no. name name your like name your ship like the petite whale or something like that okay name it the little pig <laughs> the, 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 <gasps> the, oh wait cochon. there's those those pigs that are like those no, giant feral boars are in this game as well guys <gasps> I forgot about the feral boars. Yeah, the name Why I Why is it sexual? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you know. <laughs> no, there's like that weird, what is it called? The weird pig. The Fulegis? The Fulegis. We, we're not sure how, how to how pronounce, it's pronounce it. It's F-U-L-L-I-G-E-S. It's like some kind of mutant pig in the game that they specify. It's like a mutant pig that will eat literally anything is what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we talk about characters? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, you want to go first? You want again? me to go first? Uh, you go first. We, okay. So, do you want to talk about the family backstory yeah. first? Um, yeah. When we when Matt's in for the next episode, we will we will see how his character ties in with ours. But Rosie and I are playing siblings in this 
game that we're doing now. Uh, we are from the Chereau family, a family of mostly Judy duelists and one Birdman. Uh, <laughs> give you one guess as to who that is. <laughs> Ever the rebel. <laughs> No, Papa, I don't do long. So, I want to be a bird. A little backstory for us. We come from the uh, sort of, not not fully military city, but military heavy city of Pentapolia. That's um, country. Country of Pentapolia, thank You're you. You're a small we city on the traverse. A small city on the traverse called, and we've named it Zibeline. Yes. This is not part of the lore. This is our, for our purposes. Yeah. Um, unless they want to make it part of the lore. Unless they want to make Open it part of the lore. Open sesame, make it part of the lore. Hey. Do a thing. Ian, get back to us. Um, we love you, bud. So the the <laughs> patriarch of our of our family is Hercule Chirot. Uh He's been a Judy duelist for what thirty years? Thirty something, give or years. take. He's a, he's he's a great father. Dating right back now. to the to the acrimony wars, um, he is getting ready for his final case before he finally retires and hands over the firm to our oldest sibling, Lucien Chirot, currently thirty one, getting ready to take over. Uh, our mother, Marlene Chirot, um she's not doing great. <laughs> she's uh, no, Marlene's her, got a tough time going. Her favorite child was our second eldest brother, Pierre, who passed away sadly from a mysterious sickness uh, about a decade ago. Um, and since then, Marlene has been a drug addicted, stay at home wife who doesn't really care about the rest of her kids. Boo hoo, sad time. Uh, <laughs> our middle sister is Noelle Chirot. 25, currently a Judy du- a practicing Judy Duelist. Judy Duelist. And then we come to me, Jacques Chirot, currently 21, spent four years in the armed forces and eight months ago was discharged due to being in an explosion that scarred and disfigured his back, left arm, all the way up to his le- the back of his neck on the left side. Uh, now I am currently as healed as I'm going to be and attempting to join the Arom... Arom? Yeah, Arom. pronounce it? Arom Flying Caravan, um, which is like a caravan of airships uh, as a merchant. Um, and we'll get into we'll more of that. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, you know. Uh, and I am a five foot eight, straight black hair, hazel eyes, ex-military, probably put on a little weight since my medical discharge. But uh, in this game... Characters have an ideal, which is sort of the driving characteristic for them that they live their life by, and they have a spleen, which is it can be anything from a chip on their shoulder to just a, like a character personality trait that sort of defines their actions. Um, so my ideal as Jacques is that true freedom is worth fighting for, no matter the cost. And my spleen is that I got to look out for my little sister, who. Is um my name is Carmelia Chiro. I am the youngest. Um, she's currently um about nineteen years old. She's been a Judy duelist for about a year, following in the family tradition. Um, she is about say five four, curly black hair, brown eyes. Takes after her mother in appearance. <clears throat> so her ideal is that um, she is a person of import. And her spleen or her Achilles heel, the chip on her shoulder, is that she refuses to be ignored. And those are the most important things about this character. Um, she is very well versed in um, combat, as she is a Judy Duelist, but she's also pretty good with social um, skills as well. For, uh, for everybody, um, 
skills in this game are split into three categories, and there are five skills in each. There are physical skills, being athletics, which is pretty much anything physical you have to do. Driving, which can be any form of vehicle. So in my case, that includes having a flight suit. And or a ship. Flying to or, or a, a ship or a car, whatever. Even a train. Correct. Um, I like train. <laughs> there's fencing, which is armed combat with a sharp weapon. There's brawling, which is unarmed combat. And there's shooting, obviously. Range which combat. Which is range combat, yep. Um, there are mental skills, which include anthropomechanology, which, as I understand... It applies to the study of mechanical systems and energetics. As far as uh, new technology is concerned. Yep. And then you have a chromology, focus of a cream. Yeah, and I was say, you have the sheet, you do these. <laughs> Tra- uh, traumatology, which is any kind of medical knowledge. Yep. Crosswebology is a study of traverse oh, and their connections. Name. Sheet says traversology, so same. Uh, yes. And then urbanotechnology does the same for cities as, you know, crosswebology. Then you have one of my favorite things they did here, which was social setups, which yes. is fun. And five social oh. skills. So you can take in this game pretty much every interaction you're going to have that requires any kind of role, any kind of sort of combat. There's going to be physical combat. There's going to be mental, which is your knowledge. And then there's going to be social, which is how you interact with yeah. anyone. Which any one NPCs. of my favorite words is quibbling. It's cool. Yeah. So quibbling is the first social or, skill. Um, inter, um, excuse me. Persuasion, basically. It's a persuasion. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the contest of wills. Sure. <laughs> Any kind of debate, any kind of, you know, yep. ideal for a lawyer. Creativity's in there. Creativity, any kind of artistic creation. Yep. An artistic value or work. Uh, loquacity. Loquacity is a loquacity. great word. Which, what's, that's like charming, seducing. Seduction and charm and smooth talking. Yeah. yeah. Guile. I love guile. <laughs> Basically subterfuge. Any, any kind of any form of thievery, any kind of trickery, any kind or of. Or the ability to conceal your own movements. Correct. Mm-hmm. Sleight of hand, anything Ninja like that. Ninja shit. Yep, ninja shit. And performance, any kind of theatrics, distractions, performing for a large crowd. And that can be very much as using the others into itself. Sure. So yeah, yeah. You can kind of use them together. Yep. Um, yeah, most and most you have of your specializations the, as well. Of course. Right. If yeah, every character starts out with thirty points to a lot into these fifteen skills. Um, you can give up a point to add a specialty if your skill is at five or higher. The skills go from I think one to ten. Yes. Basically, once you hit five, you become sort of a specialist in that skill. If you're at a 10 for something, that's like you're leading. You're the best in the realm. I Three thought, is an average. I thought five was the highest you could possibly Five get. is the highest you can start at oh. yes, as a beginning character. Oh. Nice. Yeah. As we cool. level up and get more points, we can go up to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, nice. Yes. That's like get a laser cut list. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> don't. I'm, I'm, I give it eight episodes before I'm a Sky Pirate captain. Eight episodes? Eight episodes? That's eight. it? No, it's probably going to be more than that. I, I, listen. <laughs> Let's talk it in here. His it's first bet is eight episodes. <laughs> it's Jacques' goal currently is not to be a, pir- a Sky Pirate captain. Exactly. But like Michael's goal, Sky <laughs> Pirate every fucking day. Let's see if we can make it happen. You, I want to be the guy from Stardust. That's the end goal. All right. Um, I think... And you know what? We'll get into how combat goes when we get into combat. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Where I feel like we're explaining all the rules. Yeah. And um, <laughs> people are here for a story. Hey, 
Hey everybody, thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. All our characters and performance is done by us at Stumble Tables Entertainment, and all our intro and outro music and editing is done by Onion House Studios. Catch you next time you stumble in for a listen. Thank you.